What's up? y'all? How you guys doing? I'm gonna leave this plane. Am I mic muted? I don't know. No. It's not. It's not muted here on the Giant Bombcast Aftermath. I can't really hear myself. Maybe I should just turn it up. Ooh, that's loud. Let's go about here. Here. On the Giant Bombcast Aftermath. I'm Ben. Jeff isn't here. No Jeff. No Alaska. No nothing. Look at this. I mean, you can't. You can only see this if you're one of the 856 people watching. A number that's sure to go down when they realize Jeff isn't here. Jeff had a baby. If you're just joining us for whatever reason, he's out. Congratulations, Jeff, on your child. Um, I hope it is beautiful. Beautiful, much like this after show here. I'm just hanging out, you know? I'm chilling. Dad's not home. That means there's no rules, you know? I could cuss on here. I could do anything on here. I could... I don't know what's worse than cussing, but I could do it. Um, I'm here with my chat. I'm here with my voicemails. I'm here with my live callers. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail for us, dial 707-EXIT-FLU. That's 707-394-8358. Google Voice does a handy little thing now where they just have the phone number on the screen with the voicemails. Um, so I can see what the number is. Uh. It also, oh, no, God, no. I almost dialed someone with Google Voice. We're just going to hang out. Um, I'm going to be pretty lax on call topics this week just because, you know, I'm not calling, I'm not screening for two. So if you, excuse me, want to call in about any old bullshit, feel free to give us a call. Um, I don't know how to change the little box here to put the, our name, our Discord name on there, because it's for subscribers only. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, you can't see that I'm pointing down under where the box would be. Um, boy, howdy, huh? How about this? All let's, let's give it up for Drew Scanlon. Drew popping by the studio, coming for the bombcast. It's always great to have Drew in here. Always love talking to. Drew Scanlon. Read any good books lately? I'm part of the way through Gone World and loving it so far. Uh, I read, um, I'm reading uh, Three Body Problem. It's a really dense, old, fi- old school style sci-fi book that I enjoy quite a bit. Um, but, uh, Let's just pop in and take a voicemail, huh? Oh, hey, it's working. Oh, hey, Jeff and Ben. Um, someone at my work is selling an arcade cabinet, a dynamite cop for $200. It's working, but they just want to get it out of their house. Should I buy it? Do I have a need for an arcade cabinet of a dynamite cop? Thank you. Uh, 
Yes. Next voicemail. Hi, this is Nathan from Tumwater, Washington. What's the best Mortal Kombat character to grab a beer with? Uh, best Mortal Kombat character to grab a beer with? Um, boy, what a great question, Nathan. Um, sorry, I wasn't really prepared to answer something like this. I'm going to go with Sub-Zero because you know he's going to keep those Rocky Mountains cold. No Philip in the chat asks, Ben, what is the time in your life you felt the least prepared for something? It's probably the time in my life that I prepared most for something, and that was giving the uh, not valedictorian speech. Um, I gave my department's graduation speech. Uh, we had two. We had one selected by faculty and one selected by other students. And uh, I was the one selected by other students. I think a big deal, a big part of that was I had had heart surgery uh, that year at college, and everyone was like super sympathetic about that, I guess. Um, certainly not because I was likable, but it's a big deal. I had never done any sort of public speaking um, job or, or anything really like it, but for some reason I thought it'd be really fun to do, so I got it, and I remember I practiced the speech. I wrote the speech. It was like, you know, 10 minutes long. I think it's actually still on YouTube. Maybe I can find it. Um, and I just went over and over again, read it over and over again. I would just walk around my building's um, laundromat, laundromat uh, reading it to myself because it was open up. Oh, yeah, look, if you just search YouTube for SFSU Ben Pack, there I am right here. I wonder if I have to th throw it on the other one. It's six minutes long. And it was honestly one of the most antagonizing six years of my life. Uh, Paul W. Graham asks if I'm still learning JavaScript. Uh, I actually peeked back in the other day because I had taken a little bit of a break and I kind of spent the day catching myself back up to where I had been. Um, I'm learning all about, what's it called? The big database. Fuck. Oh boy, it's bad. I can't even remember it. Basically, just like, no, I'm not even going to try and describe it. Question from chat. Will you send Jeff a congratulatory card of a stock baby image with your grinning face over it? Um, I mean, I'm just going to. Is this supposed to be stork? No, a stock. I don't know why it has to be a stock baby image with my grinning face over it. That's some Joker stuff, and I, I don't like you invoking Joker's trick here on um, on um, this this here podcast. Let's see if we have any live callers in the can. Nope. What if I just start calling random people on the friends list? You think I should do that? Chat, let me know if that let me know if that's a good idea. I don't know. I didn't prepare for this. We kind of had some other ideas of what we wanted to do with this after show while Jeff was out. And uh, they all fell through. Could I have planned it slightly better? Yeah. Could I have planned it at all? Most certainly. Am I here in an empty room talking to myself? You betcha. 
Chat saying absolutely, do it, do it, absolutely. This is a terrible idea. Okay, let's try and find somebody that I've already talked to um, who has proven themselves on the rigorous call screening software. Mm. This person's playing PUBG. Oh, no. I'm not calling this person. This person's on another time zone. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. You call me. It's not how this works. Um, this person's offline. All the people that I've called are offline. And that's just uh, the facts. Let's get another voicemail. Where'd my voicemails go? Here we go. I have been told by one of your listeners, whose name is John Michael, that I need to reiterate to you the message about Jojo Siwa that he earlier apparently left a voicemail to you today. The the 3M boys need to know. Yes. Jojo Siwa is a YouTuber who has almost 10 million subscribers. Um, and she is about to go on tour that is support that is sponsored by Nickelodeon and presented by Party City. Her videos are all ads for either Walmart, Target, or her tour, or other corporations and companies that she's working with. She used to be a star on Dance Moms. Now she just makes music videos and ads on YouTube that are mainly targeted toward toddlers with no attention span. Anyway, I think she's fascinating, and I think everyone needs to know about it. Not necessarily you, but this number was dialed on the phone, and it was shoved in my face. So well, we're playing Doom now, so everything's fine. Yeah, we're in a stream of Doom, and now we're talking to you. So. I mean, Jeff, Doom is good, right? Doom is very good. Doom is very good. Okay, I'm going to end this call now. Goodbye. Bye, 3 boys. Your phone is locked. Well, oh, God, oh shit, it's the Hell Knight. <laughs> Fuck! And we died. Are, are we still on the line? Yeah. Oh, God, we're still on the line. Well, um, I just, I just got sucked by a Hell Knight. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for that call, John, and whoever you were with that you subjugated to that. That's another thing. So, yes, we definitely want you to call us and then hand your phone to strangers and just say, talk, talk about anything, talk about this YouTuber. So I had to look this YouTuber up, Jojo Siwa. Uh, Something that the call didn't make clear is she's also a child Um, herself. Born May 19th, 2003, age 16. Net worth, $12 million USD. Let's break off a clip of Jojo Siwa. It's time to celebrate. 5.6 million views on YouTube. Okay, that's enough of that. Thank you. 
for calling in and informing us about this new hot act touring America presented by Nickelodeon and Party City, the two powerhouses of live entertainment. You can't have a party without a city. I don't think that's their official Logan or their slogan, but if they want to call me or if Logan wants to call me, I can make it happen. Yeah, Ben. Um, so recently I switched jobs. So quick question. What is the weirdest job or industry that you had to learn in order to, you know, get into it? Basically, I quit um, the world banking and now I'm all the way opposed to the other side, which is um, mechanics. So, yeah. Very different, very fucked up. A lot of information, but at the end, it pays the bills. So, that's the question. What is the weirdest profession or industry that you haven't gotten into. All right. Bye. Uh, I took this boy, you know, it's funny because like a little behind the scenes action. Cause I know all you maniacs love that stuff. Uh, whenever I play a voicemail, it's like my brief one moment to uh, stop listening to Jeff. Thank God. And uh, really get into the like Discord messages and try and read the questions people are sending me. And so my instinct was to just play that voicemail and tune the fuck out and just wait for somebody else to answer the question. My answer to the question, if I may. So I used to work in clickbait, and that was a really fun job. I'm not going to get into the specifics of it, but uh, I had about 113 million views on shitty clickbait articles in about in less than a year, in love 11 months. Uh, one one day I'll tell the full story, but oh boy, that was a that was a weird job. We got a caller lined up who wants to call in about extremely high calorie foods. Hello. Hello, caller. You're on the line. How's it going? Good. How are you? What's your name and where are you calling from? I remembered what Jeff says. I'm Josh. I'm calling from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Josh, how's it going this afternoon for you? Pretty good. So I was right before watching the after show here. Um, I was reading an article of this list that uh, what the... Center for Science in the Public Interest is re- releasing about really, really high calorie content foods. Do you have the name of it so I can uh, pull it up and follow along? Yeah. Do, do you want me to send it to you on Discord? Yeah, please. Okay. There you go. All right. So yeah, this is this is specific to this year. Um, indivisible foods, medically indivisible foods, is the phrase they use here at the top. Uh, so what, what are your highlights from this list? Uh, so one of the big ones here, uh, you have the cheesecake factory, which Mm. has, uh, the dish called the cinnamon roll pancakes. Sounds, you know, innocuous enough. Uh, uh, 2040 calories. Now that's, um, I'm not a scientist yet, but to me that seems over your daily allotted calories in one thing yeah you know it's probably delicious but 
you probably shouldn't eat it. I don't know. <laughs> um, you got. Uh, let's look at other stuff on here. Uh, there's an Oreo shake from Sonic. Oreo peanut butter master shake. Wait, the, they call it the master shake? They do call it the master shake. It does, does not appear to be branded to be associated <laughs> with Aqua Teen. But <laughs> it'd be really weird shake. if it was. I think it'd be weirder if it was branded to associate with Aqua Teen in 2019. Yeah, how many years is that gone? Uh, it ended, right? Did it? I think so. Yeah. Boy, uh, one one highlight here from this uh, list that I poked out to me is the Cracker Barrel Country Boy Breakfast, um, and it says it's the equivalent. Uh, so it's three eggs, fried apples, hash brown casserole, grits, sirloin steak, steak, two pork chops, or country ham, and it comes with the fixins, which includes. Great biscuits, gravy, butter, and jam. It says here it's the equivalent of eating five McDonald's egg McMuffins and four hash browns. That's you, a lot. Do you think you could eat that entire breakfast if you like? You had the whole, not the whole day to eat it, but you know you were going to just like block out a day to feel miserable. Um, if you know, if I was persuaded, I guess I could. That's a lot of food. That sounds like somebody who's hungry. That sounds like somebody who wants to eat the big boy breakfast. I feel like any, a normal human would just say, no thank you, and turn that down right away, but congratulations. There's a scenario in which I would eat that. Uh, I didn't know Jimmy John's did a 16-inch sandwich. That's fucked Apparently up. Apparently they do. Okay, so let me ask you. You are in charge of Cracker Barrel Incorporated, and it's your job to come up with a 2,000 plus calorie breakfast. They want you, they, they, they have decided that it's a marketing strategy to actually be included on this list, and they want to one up everyone else on the list. What is on your okay. breakfast platter? Um, I feel like we got to have some kind of fry you know basically everything's got to be fried so sure. what if we took some kind of like uh french toast okay. um we're just gonna make an abomination here you take some french toast you take another piece of french toast you take um some of the biscuits and gravy you mix that up in the middle of that <laughs> okay and then you fry that entire thing oh, okay <laughs> yeah that's, that's the core that's like, yeah, it, things build off of that. Um, I feel like you could probably do some sort of like very meat centric egg, uh, like, like meat lovers omelet. Oh yeah. It's like 40% egg, 60% bacon and sausage. Mm -hmm. Uh, cheese on that. Obviously cheese. Let's just say cheese on everything. Let's say cheddar and cream cheese in the eggs. Oh, now you're speaking my language. But and they don't use oil for any of this. It's all cooked in butter. Oh, of course. Man, now I'm just I'm just thinking about breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. It's Take the most important meal of the day. Uh, I recently heard that that was a. Uh, phrase started by the pork industry to sell bacon in the 1940s that's interesting yep well thanks for calling 
I hung up. I hung up. I got nervous. I was like, this show is just me talking. Now all of a sudden I'm talking to somebody else. Thank you for calling. But uh, we just needed, just needed to move on. Let's pull up another voicemail. Boy, I bet I've been doing this show. I bet the show's almost over. Let me just go ahead and look at the clock. Okay, 21 minutes. I thought this was going to be one of those things where it felt like I was recording for an eternity because this is the longest I've had to just... Even when I'm playing like Breakfast in Ben, at least I'm doing something in front of me and I can talk into the void. I can like peek, just pretend that people are focused in on me because I'm focused in on the game. But here I'm juggling. I had three computers in front of me. You know... How many keyboards that is? This is that flagpole sit call. I don't know why I didn't delete it from the voicemail. What up? It's your boy, Crispy Pizza Tube, coming at you 3.40 p.m. on the West Coast with the best Domino's thin crust topping combination. Here it comes. One, banana peppers. Don't disqualify it yet. Two, feta cheese. Hold on. Three, sausage. End of list. That's the most disgusting thing anyone's ever said to me. Fet, I think feta is an abomination. It's an insult to the name of cheese. And uh, banana peppers are just, they wish they were either jalapenos or pickles, and they can't make up their mind. How dare you? Crispy pizza tube. How dare you? What up, my 3 a.m. boys? Mike from Portland. Long time, first time. About to be sipping on a cold beer after this work commute. Currently being a 5 p.m. boy on my way home. And uh, I'm sitting in my car thinking that all these other people don't know the great secret here on this stretch of I-5 is that the middle lane's always the fastest. I see everyone, you know, they stay in the left lane thinking it's down to get going. Middle lane is always the fastest. So I'm wondering for you two, what are your what are your tips and tricks for your commute? Maybe uh, what makes it go faster or just what makes it more enjoyable? Uh, ben, maybe you have a favorite seat on public transit? I don't know, but I'd love to hear about it. I do. Thanks. Funny you should ask. It's the seats on BART that have more leg room because I don't fit in any seat on a bus with my legs straight forward and I always got to sit at a weird angle like this and people think I'm being rude and blocking them. But I'm actually just very tall. And if you know, if you were observant, you would know that I'm not the asshole. You're the asshole. Judging me, I can't even help myself. You can uh, be a better person, you know? Right? Chat's with me. You can't see, if you're watching this live or listening, you can't see, but Chad, they're all saying, amen, hallelujah, preach, etc. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, having the halfway point of the commute and just kind of knowing what it is. Not like exactly, you don't need to Google Maps an exact half point, but usually it's like a landmark or something for me that I am always looking forward to crossing. And like once we hit the the halfway point, I feel better 
Um, and sometimes like you, you're not paying attention and you realize you're way past the halfway point. That feels even better. My commute's gotten a little more rough lately. I'm commuting about, I would say about three hours a day total. Um, so you're like an hour and 10, hour 20 in the morning and an hour 40, hour 50 at rush hour home. And, uh, boy, Underlords is great because I knock out two games of that. Uh, they've, they've made it a lot shorter, which is like, it makes it easier to recommend the match length's shorter now. It makes it easier to recommend that game to most people, but it was kind of a bummer for me just because like it was paced out so well that like I played two of them and it'd be done with my commute. And now I play two and I still got like not long enough for a third. How rare are the taller BART cars that can accommodate a gentleman of your status? They're getting, they're rolling them out a little more and more, um, but they're still not the most common thing in the world. Hey, Jeff and Ben. Oh, that scared me. If you could use me. the lock-on technology of Sonic and Knuckles to put Knuckles into any video game, what video game would you choose? Sonic and Knuckles and Seaman. I meant to say Seaman. And I really wish I didn't just say Sonic and Knuckles and Seaman out loud. Because that's certainly one of those things that gets taken out of context. Oh boy. It's almost midnight and I just got home 20 minutes ago. What are the weirdest, worst working hours you've had? I don't know if I would classify it as working hours. It felt like it, but... When I was on my college magazine and newspaper, we would frequently sleep in the newsroom, um, especially if it was like the night before deadline. Uh, it wasn't uncommon to spend like two, maybe three days um, at my community college. When I moved to San Francisco State, luckily, and I was doing the same sort of stuff, uh, I lived right next to campus, and so I could just go home, um, though others would definitely sleep in the newsroom. Why is this imported, like, Google Voice had an update, and now it wants me to call, like, my aunt. It just keeps recommending that I call my aunt. And I, I love my aunt, Colleen, if you're watching, hello. Congratulations on your grandchild-to-be. I love your mashed potatoes. Thank you for letting me live with you for a couple months when I first moved to San Francisco. But I don't know why Google Voice wants me to call her. Raisins. God's little miracle or waste of a grape? Asks Paul W. Graham. Boy, I do like a raisin. But a grape is just so superior in almost every way. Like, raisins are good. Raisins can make things even better. Carrot cake. I even really like an oatmeal raisin cookie. Um, but grapes are just so good, dude. Grapes. Mwah. 
Ben, would you take the Vincent Caravella Domino's Challenge? Somebody's going to have to refresh me on what exactly that is. But I... I mean, I, I would and I could easily. But, uh... I've been, uh, I've been, I've been slimming down, you know, I lost, I've lost like eight pounds or something, uh, since I moved because I've started running, uh, every day. It was great. I ran and was doing sit-ups and push-ups every day for three weeks straight. Uh, every morning I'd, I'd go and fucking do it. And if I couldn't run, I'd walk. I'd just make, make sure I was out of the house, come back, do some push-ups and sit-ups every day. Boom. Felt amazing. Felt the best I felt in a long time and then i got sick and sunburned for like three weeks man fuck (laughs) it was three weeks on and then the next three weeks losing my entire progress that i had built up and that was one of the most demoralizing moments also all my plants died because i forgot to water those motherfuckers because i couldn't i didn't want to leave the house because the hot was so sun on my dear sunburned back Ben, do you know a good recipe for lamb shank? Throw some rosemary on that motherfucker. Put on a hot, high and hot heat. Ship shot, bit bop each side. Boom, bam. Crust that up. Throw on some apple juice. And you got dinner. I'm trying to remember offhand, but it's like eating a large pizza, order of cheesy bread, an order of wings, and a two liter of soda in one sitting. Ah, boy. The soda would honestly be the hardest part for me. That's something I've cut out almost entirely. Uh, I had my first, I had a Mountain Dew for the first time yesterday in like five months. It was so good. Oh, my God. I used to drink Mountain Dew almost every day. I mean, that that should be evident that I'm a gamer, but uh, my college... My community college, the the Santa Rosa JC, uh, Go Bear Cubs, was right next to a Pizza Hut Taco Bell. And I'd eat there for lunch pretty much every day and get a PH3. That's a cheese pizza with breadsticks combo and a Mountain Dew. That was before I had really appreciated um, Taco Bell. I could have varied my order up a little more. Let's see if anyone else is on Discord. Maybe I'll take one more call. God damn, it feels like I've been talking forever. This person's walking their dog. I'm just going to call him. I want to know what kind of dog it is. If it's a good boy. You know? Classic dog questions. I'm getting a dog myself. Mm, we're getting a dog. It's almost dog season. Hello. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Dan from Philadelphia. What's going on? What's going on, Dan? What's your dog's name? My dog is Niall. He is a cockapoo. He is three years old and he is a pain in the ass. Oh, lovely. Where are you? Oh, you're breaking up something awful. This is good. This is good radio. 
This is a good this podcast. This is great radio. I am the best radio star. You sound like a drunk robot. Great. Wonderful. Uh, so your dog is um, an asshole, but is he a good boy? He is always a good boy, but he is jealous. Oh. Jealous of like your ability to control walking? As in jealous in he is the only source. I hung up. I hung up. Thanks for calling, Dan. I hope you have a good walk with your dog, buddy. I'm ending the podcast now, baby. And let's close it out with a little bit from my SFSU journalism commencement speech. That's. I don't know where that music is coming from. There's me. Am I wearing a bow tie? No, thank God. I'm not wearing any sort of tie. Looking good, though. Looking like a snack. Shout out to 2013 Ben when he was on his shit. That's enough of the Giant Bombcast Aftermath for this week. We'll be back. Maybe I can rope something, somebody, something, someone, maybe some sort of dog, maybe some sort of man. Maybe I'll call random people on the phone. Maybe I'll call Party City and ask if I can get sponsored and go on tour. This song sucks. 